change your perception of what you're looking at and everything changes. Hey, my name is Georgio Janis and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. Okay, welcome to the podcast. So today I want to talk about a feeling of confusion, lost, a lack of clarity, um, almost like the bearings have changed. Like you're starting to feel a little bit confused about where you're at and what's going on. This is an interesting topic because I actually have quite a few people coming to me um, and when I'm asking them what they're wrestling with and what their challenge is, the language they're using and the way they're describing their problems typically stems around feeling like they're lost, they're confused. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what my direction is. Like, I don't know what I want to do and I'm really struggling to stay focused on stuff. And I find myself getting easily distracted by a whole bunch of things. Like nothing gets completed. I start a whole bunch of things. And so what's interesting is that a lot of people are aware of this challenge that they feel. They, they kind of feel like there's this thing somewhere in their blind spot, like most blind spot beliefs. But they feel like it's this thing that's just kind of like a, a cloud or a low-hanging fog that's just making it really difficult to see with clarity. Um, and so people kind of lose their bearings in that that haze of confusion or that fog of confusion. So I thought I'd address that today because it's something that I see quite a lot of uh, and it's something I've personally experienced. Now, what's interesting about why this happens is um, it seems to happen for different reasons for a lot of different people, but I find a common thread across most people's experience of losing clarity, losing focus, and um, even a sense of direction. And what's interesting is what's happening in the subconscious for a lot of people. So the reason why I want to tackle this is because not only does it help you gain clarity no matter where you're at, even if you feel like you've got all the clarity in the world, but it also gives you a better understanding of um, where you're at if that's where you happen to be right now. So when it comes to feeling challenged by a lack of clarity, there's usually something that's happened. There's usually an event some kind of trigger, some kind of experience that you might reach that starts to change from when you felt like you had clarity, when you felt like you had purpose or direction to it's like someone came along and just flipped the switch and turned it all off or something happened in life that introduced a lot of cloud, a lot of confusion, um, maybe even feeling disoriented. So sometimes it can happen because there's been a death or a breakup So people are going through grief and the grief and the emotion of that experience feels so strong or the heartbreak from the breakup feels so strong that 
their desire and their inspiration to tackle what they were tackling before, if it was their work or their job, um, just kind of feels like it's lost all of its motivation, all of its fuel. It's like, nope, not interested in it. Not at all. Or it can be the opposite of something like a heartbreak. It can be um, becoming infatuated with somebody so much that that starts to cloud your focus on your career or your business or your finances, for example, or even your social life. So what typically happens for most people is this um, event. There's usually something that happens. And that's what's worth exploring here. This doesn't happen from nowhere. We don't just randomly just walk into a cloud of fog, a cloud of confusion. There's usually something that takes place for us. For example, I had a client, um, a client who's been doing quite well for himself. And he he's built a business that's doing multiple seven figures at a young age. And he's doing really well for himself. Um, and when he reached out, he said, I'm finding that I don't have the same inspiration that I used to. I'm not feeling as motivated by it. I'm doing really well. I'm doing lots of stun lots of stuff for fun, but I'm not I'm not feeling like it's actually fulfilling me or inspiring me in any way. And I'm wondering if you can help me with that. So when we started working together, we found really quickly that there were a couple of events for him that went from feeling like he was focused and determined on achieving certain goals. And then it all just kind of fell out from under him, all the inspiration and all the motivation, so to speak. What was interesting, and I I presented this idea to him, and he said, the moment I presented this idea to him, he said, I know exactly what happened. When When you put it that way, I know exactly what happened. What I explained to him was, for a lot of people, they have goals, they have targets, or things that they want to focus on and achieve and work towards. But what can happen for a lot of people is they have a fantasy, and they're infatuated with what they think the goal will bring them when they achieve it. They have an idea of what it's going to feel like when I finally get there. This is what it's going to feel like. Now, for people who set goals that are too big and they never reach them, they get burnt out because they're like, everything I tried just doesn't work. It all just feels like, what's the point? There's an experience of apathy. There's this experience of sometimes even depression, frustration and anger. There's all these emotions that come up when the goal's too big and it hasn't been broken down into small enough pieces to actually feel like you can work towards it. So there's this experience of burnout. On the other side of the spectrum, there's boredom. So if you achieve goals faster than what you anticipated and you get there, but you've had a fantasy about what it's going to feel like, the moment you arrive at the top of the staircase or at the top of the mountain, one of your initial responses is, oh, is that it? This is it. I'm here now. Like I worked really hard. I got here and like, this is all I get. Like, was it worth it? I don't know if it was worth it. And so you start to experience this boredom thinking, well, I just worked really fucking hard to get here. And now here I am. And I'm like, it it doesn't feel like it was worth it. What was all that hard work for? So then why would I set another goal? Why would I bother going for something that's bigger 
if when I get there, it's just going to feel like it's boring and it doesn't actually give me the feeling that I'm looking for. Now, what happened for this entrepreneur was he achieved a goal. He achieved both a revenue goal and a lifestyle goal that he was aiming towards. And the symbolism of all of that was a home that he moved into, that he bought, that he moved into by the sea in Europe. And he said the day he got there and he walked through the front door and he saw the vista of from his apartment, from his condo, over the ocean, over the Mediterranean Ocean, he walked in and he felt that exact same experience that I was describing. He walked in and he's like, huh, that's beautiful. Is this it? And he felt this emptiness. And from that moment moving forward, he's felt this lack of inspiration in his business in spite of doing really well financially and the business growing and buying other businesses and merging them. So he found that from that moment moving forward, it's like everything lost its taste. Like the color, someone had turned down the color in everything he was looking at and everything just started to look a little bland. What used to be really inspiring was just like, nope. Things that had a lot of flavor started to taste like cardboard. Things that looked beautiful and intriguing just didn't even grab his eye. They didn't even catch his attention. And he couldn't put his finger on why. And so what we did was we went back through that experience and started to change his perception around what it meant to achieve that goal. Because his fantasy was, and the definition of a fantasy here, something that I got from my mentor, John Demartini, which is, it's the perception of experiencing pleasure without pain. And in a balanced world, that's not realistic. That's not actuality. In a balanced world, there is pain and pleasure equally, in balance, constantly, keeping each other in check, complementary balance, navigating and maintaining this equilibrium, if you like. So when you have a fantasy about something, you anticipate all pleasure, no pain. All positive feelings and no negative feelings. All support without any challenge. And so in that moment, he assumed that it was going to be this euphoric moment, like, yes, let's do this. And when he got there, the euphoria wasn't quite it. And he realized there was this big gaping hole. And what was interesting for him was the gaping hole was when he moved from his home country to this other European country to live where he was living. None of his friends came with him because they wanted to stay in his home country. And he valued his friends. He valued his social life because they were very close to him. But they weren't there with him. So he felt like he couldn't share it with them. So it felt like quite an empty experience. It's like, I finally hit this goal, but I don't get to share it with anybody. This sucks. And so as we started to work through the various perceptions and start changing his perception of what he believed was going to be the feeling, where all the pain was at the same time, and started to balance out his perception through these various experiences and other experiences when he was younger, he started to realize that the goals actually... They didn't matter that much. It wasn't about achieving the goals. It was about who he became in the process of achieving the goals because he started to develop and expand into who he is.
and he started to evolve and he started to grow and he started to work on himself because he was setting these big goals for himself that required him doing a lot of mindset work, challenging some beliefs he had, breaking through barriers he thought were his limitations when he realized they were just his own perceived limitations, his own little cage that he was keeping himself stuck in. That's what the goals are about. It's about setting goals big enough to get you outside of who you think you are so you can start expanding into who you truly are. Your full potential, as a lot of the self-help people discuss. So what then happened from that moment on for him was he started to get distracted by all kinds of stuff just to keep himself entertained and engaged. He started trading, speculation, buying Bitcoin, making trades on the stock market that he didn't really care about, but just to kind of do something. And he was making a lot of money in the process. He wasn't losing money. But he's like, I'm doing all these things and I'm buying all these things and it means nothing. And so what he started to realize was he was losing clarity around what was meaningful to him. And so we started to explore that. And what started, what became interesting for him was as we started to explore the various things that he's inspired by, that he wants to do, as he was describing it to me, that was also another fantasy. He was telling me how much he wanted to change people's lives and influence people's lives and really kind of impact them, have a huge impact on them. But it was coming from a place of feeling like nothing he was doing was really satisfying or meaningful. So he was experiencing this nightmare of like, I'm not really impacting people the way I want to because he's taken a step back from his business. He's put a whole bunch of people in to do the work. He owns this business, he earns a whole bunch of money, but he's not really having an impact. And so he realized that he's starting to feel the nightmare of not having an impact and not feeling fulfilled. So he's like, oh, what's really fulfilling for me? I know doing personal development work. How about I build a personal development business? And so he started constructing all these ideas around how do I build this business? I'm like, whoa, let's backtrack a second. That's a big enterprise for you to start navigating. And so as we started to dig into it, he realized that that was also him trying to compensate for a nightmare by following a fantasy. And so we started to change his perception around it and showed him that he was actually having an impact on the multiple clients he served. And he was helping change people's lives by helping them build their businesses through his business. And he had this epiphany. He's like, you mean to tell me that the very thing that I want to go and create in the future, I'm already doing right now? I'm like, yeah. I said, but I'm not telling you that. You're telling me that by telling me all of the things that you're doing in your business, you don't realize that you've revealed that you've been having the impact you want to have. Then all of a sudden, all the baggage dropped away, all the sense of confusion, the fog, the lack of clarity, all of that dissipated. And he's like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to lean right back into my business and start serving our clients more deeply and having more of an impact on their lives. I don't have to go and reinvent the wheel. I don't have to go build a, a new business. I can just lean right back into the thing that I've got 
with total inspiration about what all of this means. And now I want to help people get to the place where I got to when I walked through those doors of that condo and I created that dream for myself. But instead of them doing it alone, I'm going to show them how they can do it and bring people with them. And he just totally woke up to this inspiration. The reason I'm telling you that story is because time and time again, I see people who are feeling like they've lost clarity, they've lost purpose, they've lost direction, and or they've never had it. But in reality, it's this thing. Like if you think about fog coming in over a seaside town, once the fog comes in, it's not like all the houses, all the buildings, and all the people just disappear. They don't just vaporize because there's fog. They're all still there. The town still exists. The ocean is just there off the coast. The fog just blocks the view. So what if it's not a matter of trying to clear out all the fog, but reminding yourself and looking for where everything still is? The inspiration is still there. The thing that you're inspired by, the thing that you want to focus on is still there. You've just, it's almost like you've forgotten that it's there because some fog has come in and stayed long enough for you to forget that there was a whole town there filled with inspiration. So what I think is an interesting exercise for a lot of people to do is to actually look through your past and the technique that I like to the analogy I like to give people when it comes to like scanning through your past is to just sit for a moment, close your eyes, get comfortable and start scanning through your past like you're watching a movie on your mental screen. And you just sit there and you kind of watch it all unfold and then you'll kind of see this period of time where things go from feeling like they've got all this clarity, this purpose, this focus and then it just seems to fade out or it switches off. It's like going from color to black and white in the movie that you're watching. And then as you pay attention to that, what I want you to do is start focusing in on what was going on around the time when that changed. What was happening? Were you going through deep challenge? Were you going through distress? What was it that triggered this sense of apathy or this confusion or this lack of clarity? Because I assure you there's something that was going on there that triggered some emotions that distracted you, which means to take you off track, that pulled you off your tracks and lured you off your tracks down into some detour. And now you're feeling lost, like how do I find my way back to my path? So there's usually something that happened. I know for a lot of people it's grief. If they go through some kind of loss, some perceived loss, whether it's a relationship or the passing of a loved one or a close friend, that can make people numb because of the emotional turmoil that creates and the stress. And if the grief isn't processed effectively and resolved, then people kind of stay stuck in this feeling of like, I just don't know what I want to do. What's the point of life? People start asking existential questions, which is also something that can happen when you start to lose a sense of focus, inspiration and purpose. Is usually there's something that starts getting you to ask the question, well, what's the point of all of this? Why am I doing this in the first place? Which triggers this apathy. Why, like, why should I do this? 
So these, there's usually triggers. And you will probably hear me say this over and over again on various podcasts, that there's a trigger. This isn't just some kind of random um, roulette that the universe plays and the ball lands on your name. So it's okay. Well, today, Tina is going to be confused. So it's not. What is actually happening is there's a very specific trigger. There's a very specific challenge. Something happened. I know when my father passed away, there was a solid, I would say, two to three weeks after his passing where I was asking those questions like, shit, what am I doing? And am I doing enough? And I really questioned the path that I was going down and if I really wanted to serve people. And when I started to work through the grief of my father and I calmed down the emotions around it, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, which is what I'm doing today. There was no question. It just helped reaffirm that. But if I wasn't able to process the grief effectively, for all I know, I'd still be stuck in that state going, what's the point of all of this? Why would I do any of it? You might go through like losing a job, especially with everything that's been going on globally over the last 12 months. There are a lot of people dealing with redundancies and no longer working for companies or the company's not even existing anymore. And so people start asking the question, well, what's the point? If I'm going to go and get a job and they're going to shut down or they can't pay me or it's not paying me enough, why would I dedicate myself to that? And so you start feeling distracted and you're questioning everything that you thought you were inspired by when in reality what's actually happening is all of these events are just bringing up emotions and that's what the actual fog is. Emotions create a mental fogginess. They create a mental distraction. They distract us from the things that we're inspired by. So when you start to process and work through and resolve all of the various emotions that come up and you use that as the approach to mastering your mind and mastering your life, clarity becomes a natural state. Clarity is not something you force. So if we use the, anal the analogy of the fog sweeping in and blanketing that town, that seaside town, you don't sit there with like a hairdryer or a fan trying to clear all the fog out of the way. That's like, you're up against nature at that point. You can forget it. It's not going to happen. It's like trying to control the wind. You just couldn't possibly do it. However, if you allow, if we were to use the natural winds or the natural seaside breeze as the analogy for working through and resolving your emotions, you create the breeze, you create the airflow and the mental space to clear out the fog naturally. And it makes its way out. It clears out of the town. And now all of a sudden you can see everything with great clarity. This is why no matter what challenge a client brings to me on any of our sessions, what we're typically working through is perceptions that involve deep-seated challenging emotions because it's the emotions that cloud our thinking and cloud what we can see 
And when we realize that mastering our emotions through resolution, through balancing out our perceptions and seeing things as neutral and becoming appreciative and grateful for those perceptions and grateful for what was actually taking place, that's when we start to gain the clarity that we seek. It's a natural sense of clarity as opposed to feeling like you've got to force clarity, force my motivation, force my inspiration. I've just got to like muscle it all out of my brain. And that never works. It rarely works if it does for anybody. And if it does work, it stops working the moment you put the effort in. My preference is to find a, a more sustainable way from an energetic standpoint, just from like the mental energy it's required to maintain inspiration if you're doing it with a natural with a natural approach as opposed to trying to force it but using like this natural power within you to find the clarity and clear out the fog you are more likely to start finding the clarity you're looking for and the certainty that comes from clarity is instant the moment you get it the first thing you say to yourself is like i know exactly what i'm going to do not, oh, I'd really like to do this, or this sounds like fun, or I might play around with this. It's like, nope. The certainty is just, bam, it's on. You're like, yep, we're doing this. No questions asked. I'm going to start applying for jobs. I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to start this business, or I'm going to build this product in my business. I'm going to approach this person. Maybe they need some help with stuff. I might see if I can help them out for some freelancing work. Like, all the opportunities that come from clarity are the result of you working through and mastering your emotions. And it's not a one and done. New emotions will come up. And then when you start working through those and mastering those, you overcome that and you become clearer on the next step, on the next opportunity. It's our emotions that get in the way of us achieving the things that we're most inspired by. If you set a big enough goal and you have fear about achieving that goal, that emotion, the emotion of fear, is going to stop you from working through all the various steps that requires you to climb that staircase. The brilliance of setting a goal is that through working up each and every step, you start to master and um, evolve and grow through the various emotions you have, and you come to know yourself so deeply that you appreciate who you are. And that's the whole point of it. It's about who you become on the journey to achieving your goals. It has nothing to do with achieving the goals. The goals are a nice checkpoint. A resting spot. So, I wanted to tackle this whole notion of distractions, fogginess, a lack of clarity. To help you start to develop a different approach to when you're feeling a little confused or maybe really confused and lost and like the compass isn't working anymore. If the compass stops working, I want you to start looking up and getting your bearings without the compass. That's why it's not working. It's trying to get you to use a different approach. So I hope this was helpful. I hope um, tackling this topic with you today brings you some clarity and um, gives you a greater sense of uh, certainty about how to develop your focus again and start prioritizing the things that are important to you.